North Carolina A&T, Gardner-Webb. One game for all of the marbles, the Big South Championship. I got the Maggies. Oh, yeah. It's Locked on HBCU. Play my music. You are Locked on HBCU, your daily podcast covering HBCU sports. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, family? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On HBCU Podcast, your number one. Daily one-stop shop for everything HBCU athletics, Monday through Friday, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I, of course, am Darian Gray, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South, Texas Southern alum and former TSU Herald Sports editor. Thank you for going on this journey with me, making Locked On HBCU your first listen of the day every day. And remember, just because the mic cuts off and it will cut off. Does not mean that your journey is over. It just means it's time to follow me on Twitter at South Exclusives. Come talk to me, man. I've been waiting. I've been waiting to hear from you specifically. Why, why you ain't hit me up? But anywho, today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code locked on, and they will double your first deposit up to $100, and we will talk about them in a little bit as we keep on rolling with the show. But this is the game of the week. This is the big game. It's North Carolina A&T versus Gardner-Webb. I'm just calling it GW because even while I was playing, and I said, man, that's just, I don't want to keep saying Gardner-Webb, Gardner-Webb, Gardner-Webb. Like, I'm going to call them A&T, and I'm going to call them GW. But y'all know how we kick off our games of the week. We start off with three matchups. And Bashul Tootin, by far, is the highlight player in this matchup. I think that the Aggies do have a couple of highlight players, but I'm not about to have a conversation about North Carolina A&T without discussing Bashul Tootin. He has to be the first name that I bring up because he is the engine that keeps this offense going. And this offense has been quite powerful. But let me tell you about the, the records, the history that he is embarking upon, because he is one game away. And I believe he's already crushed this record for North Carolina a and I think he might have uh, beat it last week or set the record last week. He is on his way. If he gets 100 yards in this game against G-Dub, he will be tied. He will tie the Big South record for most 100-yard games in a, in a row. Most games in a row with 100 rushing yards. I'd rather say it that way. So, and if they win this game, I believe that if he does it in the playoffs, it would then set the record. Now, here's the thing you have to remember. Let's just say that that isn't the case and it's just a, a regular season-only type of thing. In his first season or his second season in this Big South Conference, in his only season in the Big South Conference, he will have set this record. The person who owns this record did not do it in a singular season. He did it in the, in the span of two seasons. So he ended one and then he started the other one on that streak. This guy is amazing, right? I feel like he has really made a statement and when you look at the Campbell game, the game that was the biggest game of their season until this game was the biggest game of the season. He had a 256-yard game with three touchdowns. When the stakes were at his highest, he was at his best, by far his best game of the year. He's already crossed the 1,500 mark of total scrimmage yards. He's already crossed or crossed uh, 200 or 1,200 yards through the ground. And that's eighth at this moment. 
the guy is really good and he's already making history. He's continuing the streak of really good North Carolina ANC running backs. And in the future, we might really do a breakdown of some of the best backs of recent history. I'm thinking about three in particular, but maybe with a little bit more research, I even catch some more. Maybe if you have some names, Aggie Country, go ahead and talk to me and tell me what you guys are thinking. But overall, his accomplishments are so high, you're going to have to try to stop him. That's the matchup. Because <laughs> it's really just Bashar Tootin versus the defense. So it's not really much to say, but that's the, the matchup that I wanted to highlight first and just tell you all of the things that Tootin has done in the history and the stretch that he's been on. Y'all know about it because I try to make it my point to tell you that he had 100 yards yet again. The second one, now we're going to kind of shift to the defense of North Carolina A&T. And that's why I think it becomes important now because, yes, they have a fantastic running back for North Carolina A&T, but so does Gardner Webb. They also have a really good running back. He goes by the name The Real Gaither. I hope that I said that correctly. But it's going to be Gaither versus Taekwon King. And Gaither is the second leading rusher in the conference. Of course, Tootin is first. He has over 1,000 yards. But Gaither is behind him by a decent amount. But he also has not played that many games. Right? So the reason that he is second is because his yards per game is so ridiculous. Now, Tootin does still have him. I'm a, I'm a Toot. Uh, wow. I probably talked about Bashar Tootin or Bashar Tootin five, six times on this show, and I've never used to toot my own horn or toot his horn. Play on words. I don't know if I should credit myself for not being corny or if I just should. Anywho, it's not, it's not the point right now. But Gaither has played seven games, 80 yards per game. He's had a good season, a solid year. And though he's only played seven yards, he is second in the conference in total yards and then also yards per game, both of which are high. For Taekwon King, it's about him just flying sideline to sideline. He has so many abilities on the field that we can champion his ability and coverage. We can champion his athleticism. We can, we can champion his ability to get tackles because he's only 14 away from getting 100 and being the first Aggie to get that total since 2013. So we can champion all of those things, but he's really going to need the latter two. He's going to need his athleticism to run sideline to sideline to catch up with Gaither and, and stay with him. But then also he's just going to need to be a tackling machine. You're going to need to be sure tackle, a sure tackler in this game to make sure you don't give him second and third opportunities. When you make contact with the running back, you're going to have to make sure that you take him down. And then the last matchup that I wanted to highlight is still on the defensive side, and it's Karon Prunty against TJ Luther. Prunty is the leading, or he has the most interceptions in the conference at four. He's tied. He has the opportunity to break that tie this week and get that big five, but here's the thing. A lot of times when you have a cornerback of Prunty's caliber, you're going to try to shy away from him. A lot of times when you have a cornerback that you know is a lockdown corner, you know consistently gets interceptions. A lot of times, cornerbacks of his, of his quality aren't even targeted enough to get those type of interceptions. But you know and you've seen it this year, you've seen it before, he had some acclaim coming into the year. A lot of times they don't get targeted as much, so it's kind of hard to by the naked eye, just assess their production. That's not going to be the case this game. TJ Luther is the leading receiver in the conference, the only wide receiver to total over a thousand yards in the Big South this year. So yes, Prunty's good. And Prunty might make some really nice plays, some pass deflections. He might even get that fifth interception. But I don't believe that the passing game is going to go away from TJ Luther. They have other weapons but when it's the biggest game of the year you're going to trust your guy no matter what as much as possible 
And they've really been heating up through the air. They've had over 300 yards passing for the last two weeks in a row. They also have a 400-yard game throughout the season, right? So those are the three big explosions. So you know that they can do it. And TJ Luther is going to be a big part about it. Now you got to look at Prunty to be a big part of stopping it. Going forward, we're going to be talking about our two storylines that you have to watch out for in this game because we're keeping it rolling with the Big South Championship between North Carolina A&T and Gardner-Webb. Before I get into that, however, I would like to tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy, and this is the easiest way to spice up your fantasy experience in your college football season. I think this is even the best way to do college or to do fantasy football. Instead of having to go with 10 players and, and hope they get these stats, how about I just tell you these two to five players who I think are going to hit either the over or the under. For example, if you want to say Jaden Daniels is going to get over 275 yards against Texas A&M or against Alabama Birmingham, I think they play, right? You could say that. If you want to say Bashul Tootin is going to get over 120 yards in this game, you could say that. I think it just makes the most sense. And you get to bank on your ability of knowing the game more than your ability to get lucky. So pick two to five players. It's, a, it's a available in 30 states. But then also use the promo code Locked On to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That is the promo code Locked On to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. As we keep on rolling on today's episode of Locked on HBCU, I appreciate you for making us your first listen of the day. Every day for your second listen of the day, go ahead and check out Locked on Sports today. You don't even have to change apps. Wherever you're listening to this right now, you can check them out because they're available wherever you check out your podcast. And today's word of the day is nugatory. And what that means is basically something of little or no consequence. And we're going to talk about a very uh, nugatory game that the Aggies played last week against Charleston Southern. But the lead storyline here is simple, right? So in this job, sometimes we try to avoid the obvious because you don't want to just state the obvious like, oh, okay, you know, that doesn't make you special. A lot of times that doesn't make you stand out. So you don't want to just state the obvious. However, when you tap dance and you try to avoid and you try too hard to avoid the obvious, it becomes irresponsible. If we're talking about storylines, there isn't a bigger storyline, and I don't care if it's obvious, the Big South Championship, and this is for the automatic bid into the playoffs. This is for the playoffs. Yes, you can say this for the Big South, and that's true, but the bigger goal of winning the Big South is to get to the playoffs, and that's what this game is for. There's no need to act like that's not the biggest storyline and what's on the uh and that's what's on the mind of all of the players. It's what's the first question in every North Carolina A&T press conference, right? You ask Coach Washington, you ask Tootin, right? You know that's what everybody has been talking about really for the last two weeks because they did play a, a nugatory game against Charleston Southern. It didn't matter what happened in that game at all. It didn't matter what, what happened at all. Campbell played Gardner-Webb no matter who won. A&T was going to have the tiebreaker over either team as long as they win this week against Gardner-Webb. So it didn't really matter what happened last week. You could have rested all of your players, and that's why you saw Jalen Fowler be able to take that time off in the first half because they knew, okay, if this is overly detrimental, 
it's not going to be overly detrimental in the long run. I can still make up for whatever. It's like a foul to give in basketball. I can lose this game, and as long as I win next week, I win the Big South and I'm in the playoffs. That's that's it, right? But you look at some of the things that Coach Washington is saying, and he's saying you can you can feel it, but I don't need to get them excited for this game. And that's how I feel. If you need to get pumped up, if you need somebody else to get you excited to play for a conference championship, or if you need somebody else to get you excited to play for a spot in the playoffs, you don't really need to be on the field. This is something that you should be able to self-motivate, right? I have a story, but I'm not going to bring it up because I have said it on the podcast, and I think I might have said it relatively recently, so I don't want to just beat a dead horse and just, you know, talk about this story for too much, but... Everybody knows what's on the line. Everybody knows what's going on. But a little extra motivation is the fact that Gardner-Webb did knock off A&T last year. And that's something that Coach Washington said. I've been circling before this was about the Big South. I was circling this when I first got my schedule. I wanted to come back and I wanted to beat this team. So that's just a little bit of extra motivation. And then you look at the second storyline, Jalen Fowler's health. I came on the show on Tuesday and I stressed the importance of, listen, Jalen Fowler if you want to say it's the benefactor of time, that's you. To me, there's more to point to him being a generator than being a benefactor of just good timing. But he plays an important part in this offense. He's an important part of this offense being able to get, get points. I, I think it's happened too many times to just be a coincidence. They get more points when he's around. The offense moves better when he's around. And he was injured. That's the reason he sat out last week. And I was concerned. All concerns have been lessened. They're not gone, but all concerns have been lessened because they asked Coach Washington who was going to suit up at quarterback, and he quickly said Jalen Fowler, like, duh. There was no doubt Jalen Fowler was going to play this game. And I kind of expected that as well because Fowler played in the second half of last week's game. And when Fowler plays in the second half, it tells me that he's healthy enough to play. It's just about being able to get on the field. If that was a game that actually mattered, he probably would have played from start to finish. And I had somebody, I believe, in the comments say, he's been hurt. That's not new. Well, that just means that it was at the point where he needed a break. He needed some time off. And like I said, this is the proper time to do it because it was such a nugatory game. And I ain't going to lie, nugatory might be one of those words that I screenshot and I try to add into my repertoire on a, on a daily basis because I kind of like it. It, it, it makes me feel like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to have to ask me what that means. But <laughs> uh, just a little fun moment from having these um words of the week but the thing about Fowler is he's good now he's healthy healthy enough they said it's just about pain tolerance so if it's not about re-aggravating an injury I'm good if it's just about him saying all right I can put pressure it might affect his mobility but I can put pressure on this I can still play then I think that there should be I'm not gonna say the same because he might be hampered for real but it should be a very similar level of success that they have had throughout pretty much the whole year and those are the two storylines going forward. We're going to have our key to victory. And it's a very simple one, but I'm going to explain how and why it is so important. And then also why I think that North Carolina a t can actually do it. Before I get into that, however, I want to tell you about Nugenics. In other words, Nugenics is the fountain of youth. As a, as a man, just naturally you get older. You don't uh, produce as much testosterone. And that's just a natural a bodily function that's going to help you get in your best shape is going to help you be the you that you want to be and a lot of men get frustrated with not being able to produce as much as they used to this right here 
they're going to fix that for you. It's going to be a supplement that's going to help you go ahead and produce the testosterone that you actually want because I know you get frustrated by it. But there's no need to be there because they have been backed by five different clinics. They have been the best-selling testosterone booster over the last couple of years at GNC. If you want to go back to your old self and feel like the warrior that you used to be in your 20s, this right here is the move for you, but you have to do this for me. I'm going to help you, right? Because I want you to get more than you even paid for. You can get a, com a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text college to 231231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator with key ingredients for you or for you to get back in shape absolutely free. Text college to 231231. Text college to 231231. Texting enrolls you in a recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked on HBCU, we are going to be talking about our key to victory. And of course, it's only one HBCU in this. So it's only one HBCU that we're going to talk about, or it's only one team we're going to give the key to victory for. And that is North Carolina A&C, those Aggies. And let me tell you what they have to do. They have to stop Gardner-Webb from scoring. And that sounds simple because every single game that you come into, you want to stop them from scoring. But when you look at the offensive stats that Gardner-Webb has put up over the year, you understand why it's so important. Like technically, if I went against the worst offense that you have ever seen in your life, just imagine that. Just think about the worst offensive game that you've ever seen anybody play in your lifetime. And you had to play them today. Your goal is still to stop them from scoring points. But I wouldn't say that's the key to victory because that's just not an offense that I really feel is talented, right? That is not the case. This is an offense that is capable of putting 40 points on you just because. And you have to make sure that that is not the case. They are the second team in the Big South in scoring, the second team in the Big South in passing. And there's only one team that's the same team that is above them in both of these metrics, and that's Bryant. Let me take you back a little bit, right? Let's just... just Rewind, rewind, rewind. What happened when North Carolina A&T had to face against Bryant? Bryant only scored 13 points. That is the only time that Bryant scored less than 20 points all season, before or after. They held them to under 220 yards for only the second time, the second least amount of passing yards that they had had in a game all year. They had four interceptions in that game. So I say this not because Brian and Gardner-Webb are the exact same. I say it because we've seen the Aggies in this same position against an offense that is very talented through the air, against an offense that is very adept at putting points on the board. And what did they do? They rose to the occasion. I talked about it when it came to Tootin. He rose to the occasion. Jalen Fowler, when he got put in that game against South Carolina State, he rose to the occasion. That's what the Aggies have been shown to do as individuals and as a conglomerate, both in big-time games like Campbell, in pivotal matchups to really start up a streak in South Carolina State, and then against productive offenses like they did against Bryant. And that's only to show that they have a habit of doing it. But this is how you have to stop them. Because, yes, they have put up 360 yards, I believe, 350 yards through the air both of the last two weeks. That's about winning the last matchup between Luther and Prunty. 
They have a really good running back because they have the second leading rusher in the conference. And that's about winning the battle between Gaither and King. But you have to win those last two battles. Those might be the most pivotal of them all, even more so than Tootin getting 100 yards. Because I do believe that Fowler and that offense can get things going if they need to, but you just want the engine to go through Tootin. But those last two, those defensive matchups, could be pivotal into winning this game. And the reason I feel this way, or the reason I feel they can do it, is because they have the speed. They talk about wanting to stop people on the perimeter. And when you get to this point, you kind of just keep doing what you do because you know what makes you great. You're going to have some tweaks, of course, because each team is different. You don't just go in with a vanilla game plan of I'm going to do this and nobody can stop me. Nah, no, you don't do that. What you do is you focus on what makes you great and you make certain tweaks to adjust to the team that you're going to be facing. But I don't think they're even going to have to do it. And Coach Washington said it, we're not going to get too far out of the box. This is what he said when asked about his preparation going into the week. He said, we call it making chicken. We're going to do what we do. We call it making chicken. Stop the run, protect the football, win in the kicking game. In those three things, if that's what they focus on every single week, no wonder they're not going to try to stop. Because King talked about it. Coach Washington talked about it. They have some really fast players. They have a lot of speed. They're going to try to get to the perimeter. You have to stop them. Uh, King said you have to be gap sound. These are all about stopping the run, okay? And you know they have a fantastic running back, and you know stopping the run is an important part about stopping their offense. All right, so I'm just going to do what I do every week. You want to protect the football. When I said that North Carolina a lost to Webb last year, well, in that case, or in that game, Coach Washington said they just turned the ball over too much. Then that was a big reason they lost. Well, now you're going to try to protect the football. You feel like you're going to have better results. It's so simple. And everything just kind of comes together when you know this is what I need to do. But it's what I do every week. It's not a new point of emphasis. It's just making sure you hone in on certain things that you've already been doing. And I think that that should bode, or bode well for North Carolina A&T, man. This is really fun. You have the second leading rusher against one of the top tacklers. You have the first and the second leading rushers in the conference that are going to go against each other. This should be a phenomenal display, and I cannot wait. This comes on at 11 a.m. Central, I believe. I think they changed the time. So I'm a Central guy. I think it's going to come on at 11 a.m. Central. So make sure you guys are tuning into that. This is the Big South Championship and the one you should have your eyes on this weekend specifically. Fingers crossed this is not the last time that we get to see Tootin and the Aggies play in 2022. But I appreciate you for making us your first listen of the day. Every day for your second listen of the day, make sure you're checking out Peter Bukowski and all of the hosts that he brings on from the local areas to break down these national breaking stories on this app. As soon as I stop speaking, type in Locked On Sports Today. Matter of fact, as I'm speaking, type, on, type in Locked On Sports Today. And when I'm finished, click send. Click search, right? On next week's episode, we're going to recap this game. This is where we're going to open up on Wednesday or on Monday. All right. So I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. In the meantime, in between time, if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at South Exclusives. Until the next time that we hear each other, family, take care. Stay blessed. Peace.